Welcome to the Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... My, my name is John. It's John! Oh my goodness, how are you doing today, John? I'm doing great. Yeah? Good. We watched a finale. Was it fun? <gasps> we did. We did. We watched season one finale of Dexter, Born Free. And he... <laughs> was born free as free as the wind blows and that's beautiful did you thank you did you write that all by myself oh my god you've never all me you've shown no discernible musical talent before now but now you're writing beautiful lyrics that's amazing are are you ready here here's a here's a melody too born free as free as the wind blows we're gonna get copyright struck oh yeah you're right okay (laughs) Oh my god, Dexter, season one, we did it! We did it! Oh my goodness, so, okay, please tell me your initial thoughts of the first season. Initial as in the first time I saw it, or initial as in right now? Both! Yeah, so initially when I first watched season one, I mentioned in an earlier podcast that I did not know what the premise of the show was, and I was looking, I was just throwing everything at the, at the dartboard. To try to guess what this could be, I thought it might be an alien. Turns out it's just a really traumatized, bloody baby boy. <laughs> That's all it was. And his life therein after. But yeah. uh, it's good. This season, it's a really nice contained season. I could even, if this was all we got. Yeah. That's a great limited series. Yeah, I fully agree with that. And uh, yeah, for me, the first time around, you actually introduced it to me. And that was many years ago and you you did tell me what it was about and and yeah it it totally exceeded my expectations back then and i think what has really impressed me this time around too is i i keep noticing things and i keep noticing all of these connections and it's very well done yeah right I beautiful agree. yeah oh my god <laughs> so good it is okay so we start off at the marina where presumably it was where rudy and deb had left but they're not there. And Dexter comments, Rudy wants me to find him, but there's nowhere to look. Yeah. That's a lot like when we used to play hide and seek. <laughs> you would, could never find me. I could never find you. You were so sneaky. No, let's get to the yacht where we have Deb and Rudy on a romantic outing on the sea. There was champagne. Mm. Oh. Sorry, that was, those were, I was looking oh. at something else. Oh. No, Deb and Rudy are on the boat. Deb is tied up and pleading with Rudy. Uh, Rudy goes on to change character a bit and does the, I never wanted to hurt you. And Deb's, I know, I know. He's like, does this make it easier for you? Because I could keep going. Oh my God, it's heartbreaking. And she does so well. She's just, also those bondages look really tight on her. (laughs) Bondages? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're wrong, but I like Um, that term. Thanks. Yeah. It's, It's the new term. I like it. Also, I had another thought during that scene. It is a spoiler for Invincible. Okay, so if you haven't seen Invincible Season 1 on Amazon, skip ahead like 30 seconds for Invincible spoilers. Or the the comic if you haven't read the comic. Yes, when we find out Omni-Man's evil intentions and he just flips a switch like that where he seemingly is like, you know, this this good guy and then just out of nowhere he, he says something so sinister... That that was the kind of vibe that I got from Brian in that scene. Very nice. Invincible season. Spoilers over. Yes. 
Uh, but you should watch it. It's good. <laughs> they do mention on the boat that Rudy Cooper, who, which isn't his name, di- did die for a good cause. Yeah. So there you go. Not his name. And he, he leans back and comments on how this was a lot of years in the making and he can't believe it's coming to fruition. And we cut to Dexter's apartment where he's searching frantically for clues. He's tearing his apartment apart. And yeah, as he's going through this, we hear the song Born Free and Dexter goes to his laptop where it's his new screensaver song. And as the backgrounds, he has various animals <laughs> tearing into each other. Lions and gazelles, that type. Oh my. A gazelle just took a lion down. No, <laughs> the other way. I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah, I, I. so I have a note here that's like, that feels kind of like a long shot or kind of like a risky shot on Brian's to, to have that be the thing, oh, which sure. it wasn't. I mean, it's it's a hint. But yeah. the, the foolproof plan comes at Rudy's apartment later. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So again, Dex decides he'll find answers where he was born in the shipping container, which I never liked. And we, we've all seen this, so we, we, we know what happens with the shipping guard. We'll get to it. But I just don't like it. Okay. Why would there be anything in the shipping container? Now, I get oh. that it's it's not supposed to be any remnants of whatever. It's supposed to be a surprise from the Ice Truck Killer that just, it still feels so public. It feels so yeah. wrong. It just, I, I know that it's because Dex is, he's really uh, grasping at straws here. Oh, yeah. But it, it always feels weird to me that he goes to the shipping yard. I totally get that. Well, and it, it I do love that train of thought and you follow it and I get it, but you're so so right like even when he goes to the shipping yard he's like dodging people like what i don't i I never knew what he was expecting to find like again he was thinking it would be deb which i didn't think any of us thought it would be but we thought it might be something yeah anyway we'll get there because rudy and deb are leaving the yacht on a boat going to some location but mm-hmm. we get to the next morning where we're at the hospital with Batista and LaGuardia and Dokes comes in to talk about the escort Monique and yeah. they're kind of trying to put pieces together and then they have that, no, I didn't talk to anybody except for Deb's boyfriend, Rudy, but mm. that would be crazy, right? And <laughs> they all kind of piece it together and Batista's like, go, 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 go. Yeah, that was good. Very good reaction from him where it's just like, oh my God, go, stop talking to me. Back at Dexter's apartment, again, in the morning, Yeah, he talks about how finding the shipping container number took a little bit of magic, which, from my understanding, was just Dexter looking up on a newspaper and using a magnifying glass, yeah. which is fine, but it took hours. Yeah! How did it take him all night? It's just very interesting. But, dude, knock, 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 <gasps> knock. Who's knock, there? Knock, knock, knock. Oh. Motherfucker. Oh, oh, yes, hey. hello. So, yeah, it's LaGuardia and Dokes. And in their defense, they did try to call Dexter a few times yes. before they showed up. Don't but, you answer your fucking phone? Yeah, and I love when LaGuardia tells Dex. It's kind of, I think, one of the first mistakes he makes publicly for the first time. Ooh, where yeah. LaGuardia's like, yeah, it's Rudy. And he's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh my god! I just, I just, and Dokes, motherfucker! I know you're lying. Right? And then Dex is like, yeah, and 
it's that first time that he like properly lied in public yeah and got caught on it immediately immediately well also it's it's good acting from michael c hall that dexter was a bad actor there oh you know like no i don't know if there i'd love to see if there's a bad michael c hall scene in the show yeah right but no for my money even if the writing is not where i think it should be he always kills it always you know literally well yes he was running secret dna tests and it turned out that the batista shirt collar and and the rudy and he tells him that it's rudy and dokes is like i told you he's lying fuck you fuck you fuck you and anyway, they, they, they end up leaving. And and also, it's I was very interested at LaGuardia in that scene, too, where, yeah. like, when she obviously there with the lie from Dexter, she was still like, well, hold on. Hold on a second, Dokes. It, this is his sister. I, I do also really like how Dex, he recovered from it immediately. Yeah. Like, he got hit there, but then he's like, I couldn't fucking destroy De- Deb's love life. On a hunch. I had to make sure. And yeah. that, that covered it. But he, yeah, he did. Barely. Like, barely. Yeah. If we're at Rita's house. Yeah. Ring, ring, ring. Can you answer the phone? Hello? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, this is my new Paul. Hey, I'm in prison. Ah. Uh, hey. Paul. Listen. Stop calling. I, I, I kicked the hot stuff. <laughs> I kicked the hot stuff. Did they not do tests? For, did drug tests not work for the small stuff? This is still my issue because he kicked the hard stuff. Fine. Fucking yes. cool. But <laughs> like we see his sponsor later who woo, we'll get to. But he's seems to be, yeah, trusting Paul. But anyway, I just, I don't know it's, what drugs. Just answer our question about the marijuana. That's all we want to know. Uh, the whole gist of this scene is Paul going, hey, Dexter isn't who you think he is. Hey, <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> But like, we don't have time for some Paul and Rita disputes. Yeah. We have we are at the briefing time, and we are fucking on it. LaGuerta is briefing everyone. She's Hell on yes. Pow, 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 pow. She's you, super you on top this. of it. You do that. That's my LaGuerta impression. It's very good. Thank you. One of our own is out yeah, there. She did it. Gotta but go. Matthews comes in with her replacement, Esme Pascal. Here she is. And... LaGuerta doesn't get to come because her partner, Dokes, is out following a lead. And Pascal kind of marks her territory, kind of just... Yeah, she does. Yep. A very quiet, kind of a stern, silent type, which is a very interesting contrast to LaGuerta. Oh, for sure. (laughs) So, it's... Yeah. This is another one of those moments where a character was seconds off. If you could have just given your speech a little bit better, you could have avoided Matthews on the on the elevator yep or so close so close but listen up put your kill shirt on Woo! because we're going to the shipping yard hell yeah we have a sneaky deck sneaking into the shipping yard sneak sneak so he runs the container id through the database to find the location which i thought was a nice touch yeah it's easy to find the needle in the haystack when blah 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 the needle is uh electronic or whatever that one I watch so many shows where I take it for granted that they can just do anything. They can just go and they, they can lock pick any door. They can yeah. find any information. Or they, or they do it off screen. So oh, it's, yeah. it's nice to see that this is contained so far. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as Dexter approaches the container, we get a flash uh, <gasps> back kind of memory slash imagination thing. Where yeah. Harry's coming out of the container and he's like, nothing will hurt you. I, I promise, little guy. 
and it's it's a nice scene. That sad little bloody baby boy little getting baby carried boy. off by Papa Harry. Well, Dex finally gets to the container. He cracks it open, and he finds nothing but bananas. Bananas! Bananas! <laughs> and, yeah, surprise, motherfucker! Oh, yay! There it is! The meme is born. Yay! <laughs> and let me tell you right now, I have never... I don't know if I've ever seen a meme like Surprise Motherfucker where I think I like every single one I've ever seen. Oh my god, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of like which one's like my favorite and I really don't have a favorite. They're, They're all, all good. so good. Yeah, Doke's showing up under Dexter's private investigation. Things get a little heated and little. Dexter gives... This is the lie that just breaks it. <gasps> As... Because uh, he, he, he confides in Dokes. Oh, I'm I, I'm looking up another lead. I, I was trying something else. And Dokes is like, try me, motherfucker. Like, tell me what it is. And he immediately, Dex immediately goes to, I ordered some furniture from Thailand. And then he, they Motherfucker! No shit. No shit. Punch to the gut. And I love the fucking, like. Krogbaga. Yes. <laughs> The capoeira that they that Dexter pulls on Dokes. Ooh, and also Dokes is like lab rat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. Ooh. So I have my note here. They have a sexy little fight. Uh, hyphen. <laughs> his devil danced in the pale moonlight. <laughs> and I realize now that's that's Batman again. <laughs> I think I wrote the actual quote down later. But <laughs> Dokes is no. Dexter's devil danced with dokes in the pale moonlight. <laughs> there we go. But really I, I love when the, the shipping container guy comes over. He's like, hey, 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 stop this. And he's like, is this guy under arrest? And Dex, that's a good question. But then as they're figuring it out, they kind of stop talking for a moment because they're all out of breath. And then they both get phone calls at the same time. To, 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 it's, it's dispatch. It's, yeah, but yeah. I love that they don't explain that to the shipping guy. Right? That's fun, yeah. <laughs> so they get both get called away. So we get over to Brian driving a car with Deb in the trunk, screaming her little lungs out. Uh, and my note here was, poor Fred. Oh, I know! It was Fred's car. Oh, my God. But Deb in the trunk with the dead guy? Oh, my God. Just... We don't know <sighs> that he was dead. He was mostly dead. We don't, we don't know. It's... It's Brian. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Well, let's get over to Brian's apartment where uh, everyone everyone is here. Who do you like? You like a LaGuerta? You want a Dokes? What about a Masuka? Oh, how about Masuka in a puffy coat? What about a bunch of nameless, faceless cops in the background to be background? Oh, I got like a dozen of those. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, we're here. And Dexter's frantically looking for something. He's looking for a calling card. Which Masuka responds with, I don't think he was thinking about us. And Dex just, again, he's so in a hurry, he doesn't even give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and then you get the uh, Vince checking out the, the apparatus, if you will. Yes. And saying, like, this is where he'd play with his meat. And Dex just, he has my sister. Oh, yeah. Know. Come on. Come on now. Come on, Masuka. But also drink, because he made a sex joke. So... <laughs> Yeah, Dexter goes out into the main room and he talks to LaGuerta and he finds out that Rudy Cooper wasn't his real name. And yeah, Dex and Dokes are at each other's throats again. 
And LaGuerta's like, this stops right now! Yes. She's, uh, she's very good. It's still taking control, even when she's not in control. control. Yeah, and she's boss. Like, you wouldn't... Of course she stop. is. Yeah, listening to her. Dex looks around, and he finds a Barbie record player yeah. with the record born free inside. And next to it was a Barbie doll with a home sweet home apron. So, yeah, Brian covered his tracks, which he, is nice. He did. He did. Yeah. And then uh, as Dex looks at that and walks away, um, it, it the camera centers on Dokes, who's clearly pretending to take notes and just watching Dexter the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right? Which is a lot of fun. Oh. So we get over to Rita's house where uh, Bob stops by, Paul's sponsor. Ah, oh, Bob. Comes to vouch for Paul. He, I'm trying to think of who he reminds me of. But he looks like any bad guy from like an eighties movie. Just yes, like Russian, overly blonde, or like a German guy. Yeah. Even like yeah, just a thousand percent. He's he's a lot. He's very Aryan looking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Relax, Hitler. <laughs> but he does say the line that's so cringy, and I don't know why, how you could look at someone's wife or soon to be ex wife. And say, I think I know your husband pretty well. It's like, dude, back off. Right? Like, I Jesus. Get, I get what you're trying to do, but yeah. Anyway, Bob convinces Rita to go check up on Dexter because she's like, how well do you really know him? And the most important part of this entire scene is that Rita still has the Jesus card. Yes! I was so happy to see that too. <laughs> it was very nice. I love it. Yeah, which I think the last time we saw it was when Rita picked the kids up for school. Yes. So, yeah, pretty cool. So we cut over to what we find out later to be Laura Moser's house's garage, where Deb is running around tied up, blind and gagged, and just kind of tiring herself out. Oh. But uh, Rudy M99s her, which I think is a really nice touch, for the obvious reason that it's an homage to Dex, which he says, but... It's a nice touch that he is a doctor. So yeah. earlier when Dex is like, it's kind of hard to get this, and he used an alias. Yeah. It's, it's nice that, yeah, that Rudy obviously did the same thing, and that's how he got it. Nice world building. Mm-hmm. Um, get over to Dexter's lab where he finds Laura Moser's address, and he, as he's getting up to go, Rita shows up, <laughs> which is a, <gasps> yeah. that's a rough scene to watch, because it, it's no one's fault. No, it's not. But it's just miscommunication and bad timing. And oh, and poor Rita. She's just slapped away. Oh, oh I feel so bad for her. Right. She tries so hard. And oh, poor Dexter. Yeah. Is... Also, a side note, I think I've really noticed. Okay, at, at the beginning of this season, I was noticing a lot of Dexter's compulsory uh, uh, habits, you know? And every time he gets upset, he always like rubs his eyes with the palm of his hand. Yeah. Which is such a, that's such a specific thing that no one else does, you know? And I, I like it. It's very consistent. I agree. But Deb is in trouble. So Dex runs off to go save the day. Back at the hospital, she knows. She knows. She knows? She knows. She knows. She knows. And <laughs> later when she knows. She knows? She knows. She knows. She knows. <laughs> There's a news report where Pascal is giving a press conference. And as Batiste is watching that press conference saying, yeah. hey, Rudy Cooper and blah, blah, blah. We don't know his name. We're trying to find him. A nurse comes in to come calm down the she knows guy. She knows. She knows. 
She knows. She knows. Okay. She knows. <laughs> and she's like, no, this guy isn't dangerous. They keep all the dangerous ones over at County. And so Batista uh, gets an idea to, um, he heads over to the precinct and he comes in with Rudy's file from the Psych County, the whatever Arkham Asylum yeah. Brian was kept at. He <laughs> got the file. You got that Ar- one. Arthur Fleck style. Yes. Batista went into the hospital. The guy was like, oh, do you know this guy? And he's like, grabbed him. And he and just took it. Ran into his stairwell and cried. <laughs> but no. That's exactly what happened. Batista uh, busts in with Rudy's file. And um, this is the scene where Pascal comes out as Batista, LaGuerta, and Dokes are figuring it all out. Yeah. You know, it's Pascal, Brian Moser. Pascal yeah. comes out. And he's like, well, we triangulated this position. And it was in the middle of the water, which means... He's on a boat. <laughs> yeah, she was like so proud of that. So far behind. He's on a boat. Oh my God. And it's also LaGuardia just muttering under her breath like, God damn it, this is a waste of time. Motherfucker. God damn it. So LaGuardia follows Pascal in her office and LaGuardia essentially is, can we not? Can we just, can we not? Right? Today of all days. One of not, our own. One of our own. Can we not? Yeah. And Pascal's like, yeah, I can see why you were reassigned. And it has nothing to do with incompetence. The captain doesn't seem to know who I am either. Ooh, I'm a, I'm a weird wild card. <laughs> like she's, she's like trying to like Ooh. play it so sly. Yeah, she's like, she's like mm, I'm coy. No, you're not. <laughs> Nobody knows who I'm playing for. Yeah, that's true. Nobody does. Nobody does. But can we just go save Deb? God damn it. Well, I think we should go do that because we get over to Laura Moser's house. Dex arrives and he has the flashback where his mom is playing hide and seek with him and her nails are painted like the nails from like the ice. The nails. It's the she nails. She has the ice nails. She has the nice ice nails. Nice ice nails. Nice ice baby. Uh, but we get, the, we get the best reveal of Brian from behind the tree. Looks like he had just finished a joint. <laughs> and he just pops out like, boom. You aren't supposed to tell her. Yeah, he's like, this kid with like this mop yeah. of a hair. And well, and I also love how they were just like, guys, this is the 70s. Yeah. She's wearing a door shirt. <laughs> and it's like, mm. I know. Wait, wait, wait. Well, 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 she listens to the doors. <laughs> You remember now? Do you remember? Biney. You always had trouble saying Brian. Um, there it is. Where we get the flashback to the container with Brian. And I got the two Brian reveals mixed up. Oh, you did? Because in one of the spoiler sections, I had mentioned that they zoom out in the storage container and there's just another kid there. Oh, yeah. But I was imagining that dopey face he had from by the tree. Oh, yeah. In the actual storage container. Oh, no. It's hauntingly good. The kid does great because he's just shut down. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does fabulous. Yeah. Dex is, I'm a bloody baby boy. And Brian's just head down. We're going to get through this. This is fucked. Yeah. Very good. Brothers. They're brothers. But, and that's huge news. And he remembers everything. Yeah. It's crazy. But the first thing he asks Where's Deb? Good for Dex. Uh, and the whole time he's searching the house, poor Brian, and I really empathize with him a little bit, where he's just like, can we just 
calm down and just have a beer. Yeah, like he really thought like, no, this is this is good. We're we're brothers. We can both just be ourselves. Let's let's go have a beer. Let's it's a family family reunion. Yeah. Do you remember this house? I remember it and just oh. We head to the uh one of the rooms where Dexter sees a flashback of uh unbloody baby boy. Just who, a baby boy. Well, Unbloody. I, I want to be specific. Oh, yeah, you're right. It yeah. could be confusing. I, the, he's, there's an unbloody baby boy next to Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> he's patching him up and he's like, you gotta bend your knees. But, um, no, what? Okay, it's perfect. So, again, Dexter has a lot of moments where they could be perceived as bad and I would not, I wouldn't try to change your mind. Yeah. You know? But it works. Sometimes yeah. things work, and Dexter's little Dexter yelling, Look out! in the flashback works, even though it's ridiculous. I agree. Because now, I'm, now I'm, I'm beginning to question, is this just his imagination? Yeah. And anyway, it's fine. It, it's cute, and it's fine. I, I like it. I like that it's, it's Dexter. Honestly, I got more of the impression that it's Dexter trying to remember, that like he maybe has one image, and he's trying to play it out in his head. For you sure. Know? But yeah. it's hard to do when you get M99 in the neck. Yeah, that kind of puts a damper on things. Yeah. So Brian takes Dex to the kitchen and he says he wanted to have a beer before we started. He's really set on that beer. And he says all of the right things. Oh. You never have to apologize for me. He talks about how he was never put up for adoption because all anyone ever saw was a fucked up kid, including yeah. Harry. Which is just, what a... What a gut punch. That's and, hurtful. <laughs> and Dex will struggle with this through the rest of the episode, and I'm sure through the next season, of Harry never telling him about any of this. Not yeah. telling him about Laura Moser, not telling him about Joe Driscoll, not uh, telling him about Brian. Yeah. Any of All of that was a secret. Well, and I think it's a little bit later. Dexter mentions that that is a betrayal. Yeah. That it, Harry betrayed him there is a line and the line is he passed the line the line is a dot yeah and i think that one of the things that makes brian more uh, one of the more captivating villains for dex yeah um in the whole scheme yeah yeah thank you it's that yeah it's his brother and all this other stuff but really the acting sells you when brian's like can you imagine what it felt like when i tracked you down and you we were the same Uh, Like, it's all of that shit that, oh, he nails it. Yeah, like, they both do such an amazing job at being complete sociopaths that have a deep affection for each other. Deep connection. Like, that's... Brian talks about how he understands the isolation, the never-ending urge, and Dex kind of, yeah, he pats his hand and Brian thinks he's ready for Deb. So they go out to the garage where Deb is plasticed on the table. It was nice that she had like plastic clothes. Yeah, she 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 was kept a little more modest, which is that that is nice. It's nice, um, but yeah, that he gets or that Brian gets Deb ready the way that Dexter likes it. And Dexter saying, "But she's my and Brian." Fake sister, I know that. Mm, oh, you no, know. <laughs> fake sister. Gosh and darn. <laughs> I think something that I don't think I've ever really pegged before. Yeah. But this is the first time Dexter plainly 
tells anyone about the code. Yes. Other than the audience. Yeah. He he fully is like, oh, well, there's this code. And number one, we have to kill people that are bad. Number two, yeah. they have to be not innocent. Number three. <laughs> Were you doing Hamilton? I was doing Hamilton, but Tahiri's code. Uh, I'll finish it. I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. So yeah, he tells Brian about the code. Dex says the line. Brian, he's a killer without reason or regret. He's completely free. Uh, and then as Dex is struggling, you have that line that you can't be a killer and a hero. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, like a full on scream. But it's a good. That's what we struggle with. Or the rest of it is yeah can we find that balance also i love the line uh dexter is looking at deb and saying well i'm very fond of her yeah and it's a really cold okay we're gonna do another 30 seconds for invincible spoilers for season one if you yes. haven't watched invincible skip 30 seconds but it yes. reminds me of the flip side of when Omni-Man calls his wife a pet. Oh. It, but it's kind of, it's that delineation of that line of like, I'm very fond of her. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not what it should be, but yeah. it's something and kind of that fucked up brain. Yeah, yeah, I fully agree with that. That, yeah, he, he does have a connection to her, but it's just not as strong as you would as a normal connection with a, it is, a foster sister would be. Yeah, but it's good. Anyway, invincible spoilers, done. So, yeah, Deb wakes up just as Rudy goes in for the stab, and Dex can block it, so that's a great alibi for Dex. Yeah, right? Uh, Dex Whoa. stops him. The police show up at the perfect fucking time. Perfect timing! And Dox chases Brian into a secret tunnel. Yeah, a little underground tunnel in, like, a shed or yeah. something. Yeah. But I also love that uh, as soon as Dexter can hear the police are coming, he's like, over here, the garage, over here. Like he's. He does it. It's, oh, it's very good. It, you, you see exactly where Dexter's l- loyalties are. Ten minutes later. Later. Uh, Deb is getting checked out at the ambulance. Dex says that Brian called him and wanted to be talked down. My issue with that. They can check the records, and I don't know if they would at this point, because, or no, they would, because he's still out there. Yeah. But, no, it just, it feels like a lie that they could easily check, but he gets away with it. Yes, he does. And a lot of that has to do with Deb. Well, guess what? Yeah. Motherfucker, when we get back to the police station, I'm going to request an immediate suspension. What? You should, Morgan, you shouldn't be here. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, she goes for it. She goes for it. She chews him out. And it's beautiful, honestly. Like, I love the amount of emotion she has. Where He saved my fucking life. He's a fucking hero. Easy. I thought you were going to burst a frontal lobe. <laughs> but yeah, Deb comes in for the defense. It's a big one. And it's so good. Then you cut to them in the ambulance where Deb realizes she still has the ring on tries to get it off but it's stuck oh and then dexter takes it off for her and she just that's when she breaks and it's that's powerful it's some good shit oh my god i love to make fun of this show but it has some genuinely good moments yeah like i 
I I mean, we've seen this season, or I've seen this season at least four times, maybe five, and I was still kind of moved to to tears at that point. Like it was, it was really good. It was very, very good. Deb talks about how Brian is still out there, and Deb says she doesn't want to uh, go to the hospital. She wants to stay at Dex's, yeah. and she has the heartbreaking question of why me, Dex. Uh, which is one of those rough questions you can't answer nope because we know dexter knows she doesn't get to she will never know um she cries a bit more and tells dex that uh harry would be so proud which is which is true I mean, it he, is he true he fucking faced uh harry's probable worst fear uh yes and uh survived it but let's get to rita's house because ring ring Ring, ring. Yes, hello? Hey, hey, Vida, hey, forget about it. Paul, stop calling. Hey. I'm with Dexter now. Well, um, one thing that's really interesting about this phone call is that Paul is, believes, well, the truth. (laughs) So much. (laughs) But he's so set on it that he's willing to give up visitations from the kids to prove it, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's huge. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, you may. Where's the shoe? I was walking around outside, and now I lost my shoe. No, I went there. I, sh- I went to New York. Paul turned into Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken? I can't walk in no more without my shoe. Rita, please. You gotta find the shoe. Come on. Come on. Well, and as anyone would, Rita hangs up. Yeah. Uh, during that situation. Well, and then she she still was like, she looked around for a second. And she's like, ah, screw you. <laughs> uh, I'm not that person anymore, Paul. Hey, but what couldn't you be? Could be one of Paul's babies. Hey, damn it. I really missed a trick there. I could have had more fun with Paul this season. So we're back at the hospital where Dex is contemplating his choice. He's contemplating Harry's betrayal. He's ta- contemplating Brian's full understanding and loyalty and love contemplating deb's kind of same thing yeah uh, loyalty and love the, the doctor comes out and uh, it's dexter's choice whether deb stays at the hospital or with him but it appears that sh- he let her come home with him yes because he's putting deb to bed in one of the oddest good night wrap-ups yeah i like- mean we know it's not her but and he's just selling it for brian but it's still one of those like well, good night, dear Deborah. We, we aim to please Shay Dex. Yeah, it was the Shay Dex. And you will find nothing but peace and dreams for that. He's, While he's like messing with yeah. the curtains and just making sure there's like a little bit of a peek so that Brian could see into it. I know it wasn't Dexter. I know there weren't candles in the room and Dexter wasn't like putting them off like 18th century style but that's what i'm imagining in my head it definitely felt like, like good night like he's preparing her for dracula but then yeah was, yeah uh, <laughs> okay so here's my issue yeah he puts her to bed dex is on the couch brian breaks in hovers over dex for a bit and goes to stab deb i checked yeah it was clearly a human person at the beginning of the scene it just clearly. I, I yeah. looking at the, I was looking at the at the elbows and the leg and also he's he's splayed it out like Deb would sleep. 
Oh yeah, Which like nice like we touch. have seen her sleep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it was clearly an actual person. And then uh, when they when they uncover it for the audience, it's like it's I like was, it was parts all the time. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. They're so good. They even fooled you, Brian. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, he got Brian. He, he got Brian. Now before we move on, I had a question. What was Brian's full plan here? To kill Deb. But like, what was his plan? To kill Deb. But like. After he kills Deb, what's his plan? Dex doesn't have anything to hold him back. Uh, so then, uh... And even if Dexter just, comes after Brian for it, he'll leave everything else behind to do that. Like, it's, right. it's to get Dex. Okay. And, it, just, it felt so sloppy that I was... I, it was such a desperate act. Yeah. No, you're, you're not... We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, okay. We'll get to why at the end. Okay. But back at Brian's apartment, he's strapped to his own table. Yes, he is. Dex is gutted uh, when Brian opens his eyes, saying, "You weren't supposed to wake up. Supposed to be in your sleep." Ugh. And he even offers him more M ninety nine, and just <laughs> it's not something I offer everybody. It's like, oh, and he's just—he's so clearly heartbroken. He's like. His voice is cracking the entire time. Well, I think that you have your answer to your last question in this scene where oh. Brian is saying, like, I was trying to kill Deb for you to set you free. And oh. that's when uh, Dex is like, "I don't you think I know that? Don't you think? Just think. Think. <laughs> Sorry. That's a different meme. Uh, oh. But yeah, and it's not easy on either of them. And it's, it's a really good scene. And Dex slices the throat mid-sentence. Oh. Uh, late the hour. That room is a crime scene. And fucking aim, as Masuka's going over the death, Dex angled it and the right amount of force and to make it look like a suicide. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. He That's knows smart. his shit. Well, it also when he, when, when Dexter did slice Brian's throat. Yeah, him standing in that position that he did and I, I really loved their foreheads together and like it was, it was actually a really sweet it was very sweet. The moment, and then just, yeah, the, because they were, he was at that angle. It was, yeah, it was very well thought out, even when Dexter was in desperation. Oh, for sure. It's very good. Cutting over to Rita's house, because everything's normal again. Dex shows up with coffee, and this scene feels like, it's one of those scenes that's so meta and on the nose, that it feels like it was made for the trailer. Oh, sure. You know when you're watching a movie and you're like, that doesn't even fit. That's just for the trailer. Yeah. But there's so many lines of like, falling for a serial killer. What are the odds? Yeah. <laughs> or Rita being like, who knows? You might even find that I can handle the truth. And it's like, that's a good tease. But there's just a lot of that like, ooh, a dark side. Would he comment? Oh, isn't it ironic if I fell in love with a serial killer? Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, all right. Meta is it that that that's the perfect way to to say it. It's like this whole season they have displayed so many. There there is so much good writing in this whole season, and then yeah, you get this scene that's kind of like it's it's, it's, it's well, awkward a little bit. I don't but. want you to think that there wasn't anything to take away from this scene because if you love healthy dollops of character development. Ooh, yes. Then we have Dexter here for you who admits to Rita yeah. that he's not okay. Yeah. He's been going through stuff the past few weeks, which is it? it's not great timing because 
earlier during one of the Paul calls, he's like, hey, uh, whoa, Dex does not acting right, you know? So, like, how could he when he did what he did to me in my shoe? So, <laughs> admitting that he's not okay does lead, you know, I'm sure Rita's thinking of that as well. That That's going to be a fun tease for season two. But, uh, yeah, no, good scene. Very good. Here's the wrap-up. Yes. And I have a lot to say here. First off, Rita finds Paul's shoe. Yes, she so, does. Tantalizing seeds planted. Oh. We will see. Oh, no. Here's my issue with the wrap-up. Uh-huh. This was the most Prisoner of Azkaban ending <laughs> I've seen. Because Prisoner of Azkaban, everything happens. And, you know, uh, they save the Godfather. The, the mentors get away. Uh-huh. Um, all, the, all the things happen. Uh-huh. And then it, the movie ends with Harry finally getting the firebolt. And it's like, okay, sure, he gets it at the end of the year, whatever. And it's this weird little scene, and then it freeze frames as yeah. Harry leaves. Which it's is just ridiculous. It's a great movie. But oh. Just an oddly odd ending. Yes. But this is one where, yeah, I don't, I don't love how Dex uses the alliteration of dearly damaged Deborah. I get it because of the books. Uh-huh. But it just, it comes across as a little callous. Oh, we'll, we'll even explain uh, the, uh, because all of the, the books. All the books are, have uh, Darkly Dreaming Dexter or all of the, they all have D words to, you know. Yeah, wordplay. Wordplay. Yeah. And they did the wordplay in this. Yeah, like, yeah. There, there was also, I think there was a moment, too, where Dexter described himself as, like, dearly disturbed Dexter yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, there's a reason we didn't call our spoiler section Dexter After Dark. One, yeah. I'm sure it's already taken, but two, it's a, it's a little on the nose. Yeah. Um, what I'm alluding to with the Harry Potter thing is that Dexter gets this parade celebration montage. It's not real, obviously, but it's it's just a just a hell of an ending. Yeah, it's, I I just it's a hell of an ending. <laughs> My God, I just it's, I just. Well, it's also the reason that he thinks of all of this is he's like, if people knew what I did, they think I'm pretty cool. Like we were just laughing the entire time, well, like in this extremely serious and like yeah. emotional episode. It yeah. ends with the yay, yeah. Dexter. Dexter's getting his firebolt and. <laughs> Well, also they have like so they have this poster board with his face on it. I love the picture. It's the worst mugshot <laughs> picture. But what I love about it is that it's behind him as he's coming in. Yeah. And then you change shots, and it's no longer there. Uh huh. And then they change shots again, and it's now ahead of him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you had one, and I'm like, if you had one, that picture. Right. The other one I really liked was the giant heart cardboard heart that said Josie and Dexter forever. Yes! I, I put that in my notes, too. I love that one. And like, who the hell is Josie? Like Prisoner of Azkaban, it kind of has a freeze frame shot, but it kind of feels like they didn't have an ending shot. Yeah. They just pulled something out, and we're like, this is all we got. Yeah. We got, we got two seconds of Dexter looking left. But uh, yeah, so it's a weird, it's a bizarre ending. Again, I'm charmed by it. It's fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh it's so much fun. But yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it's also, it's like maybe the most season one thing that they do this whole season. You know, yeah. <laughs> the whole show maybe. 
it's <laughs> but it's one of those things that if someone's like, yeah, the parade at the end was dumb, I I wouldn't argue. Oh yeah, I'd be I like, like yeah, it. it's 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 silly. It's fine, and that's I think that's where a lot of people that delineation of people beginning to fall off. Oh, I, I think sure. Maybe it gets a little too silly or a little too you know whatever. But we're we're doing these podcasts every day, so you should be binging them. So yeah, I think that for instance, there are without naming the season number. There's a season that a lot of people had a problem with that you and I didn't because we just binged it in one day. Yes, we did. So we were like, oh, yeah, it was, you know, anyway, we'll get to it. Oh, yeah. That will be fun. Yeah. But that was uh, the whole thing. We that did was the, the episode. One. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a that's a good episode. Oh, we didn't mention uh, that line that Dexter says when he notices dokes outside of Rita's house. Oh, you're right. I have it though. Because I love that yeah. line. Yeah, you're. I'm so sorry. You're absolutely right. Yes, as Dexter's leaving Rita's, uh, before Rita finds Paul's shoe. Yes. Jokes is following Dex, and he u- tells them the line: "Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight?" I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. It's good. <laughs> I okay. I, I have it here. I have it here. Okay. 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 So. I hear mistletoe is deadly. I hear a kiss is even deadlier. Okay, no more Batman <laughs> lines. No more. The line is, and it is very good, my devil danced with his demon and the fiddler's tune is far from over. Ah, so good. Sploosh. Very, very poetic. Yep. <laughs> but like, every time I... Like, independently, away from the show, try to think of that line. I keep thinking of, uh, like, Doak's dance to Dexter's fiddle. <laughs> like one of Ebenezer Scrooge young man parties? Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I exactly. Yeah. But, but it's Doak's dancing to Dexter's fiddle. So I have a lot more to say, and I... Just to make it safe, we're going to put him in the spoiler section because I do think a lot of it connects to other seasons. Yeah. Um, but that's the end of the spoiler section, or the uh, non-spoiler section. Yeah. So, woo! Thank oh you. Oh, my goodness. What were your guys' thoughts on this episode, on all of season one? Definitely, you know, continue to reach out to us. And we we love hearing from you. And we love you guys are listening to us. You guys are awesome. Thank you, guys. No, 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 no not not all of them. Not all of them. No, I, be nice. No, I, they know who they are. <laughs> they know the cool ones. No, you guys are all great. Yes, thank you guys so much. And if you would like to reach out to us, our email is tilldeathdoeuswatch at gmail dot com. Um, we're also on the socials. You're you're welcome to find us. Till death do us watch. Thank you guys so much, and <gasps> shut up, Dexter. It's Dexter time. Sh- shut up. <laughs> That's our new one. Uh, I like it. Yeah, so, okay, a couple of spoiler things I wanted to go into. I'm kind of surprised we never go back to Laura Moser's house. I could see a season four where we move into Laura Moser's house. Oh, sure. Instead, because Dex already has that house and he can fix it up. Sure. And no, it's fine, but they, they just, they get rid of it. and Yeah, that is too bad. Then again, he did have his dad's house and he sold it, so who cares? That's true. But um, one other thing I really liked was Brian comparing Harry to Dex and saying, like, 
you can't have Harry be your fucking Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. On your shoulder, you know, which is hilarious because I fucking forgot until that moment that we hadn't had a single Harry ghost this whole season and we don't right. get it until season two. Is it two? Mm-hmm. I thought we still got flashbacks in two. Oh, maybe you're right. And then I think we get Harry ghost starting season three. I we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We will find out. I bet you a shot. He comes in in three. All right. I will. I, I accept. There it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the, the reason why Brian going for Deb felt so sloppy. Yeah. Is that's the show edition. Oh. Because he, he legitimately escapes in the book. You're. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And yeah. And, and there, I remember there was, I forgot which book it was, but um, it's when Dexter has Rita and the kids. And I, I think he pumped out. It's not Harry. In or the, Harrison. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. It's not Harrison in the books. I think it's a girl. Yeah, I, th- I thought he had a daughter in the yeah, books. It's been years. But yeah, in it, um, he comes downstairs for breakfast for his family, and Brian's just at the table. Oh, my God. And it's stuff like that that I really fucking, God, you really shot yourself in the dick for <laughs> killing Brian. And even uh, there's in season six, yeah, when Dex goes to Nebraska... Um, that's when Brian's back yeah! as his Harry ghost, and it's amazing. So fucking good. And like, I kind of, it's weird that they only did it the one time. Right? And then you get to season eight, where, oh boy, Dr. Vogel, who huh? was, if Harry was Dexter's serial killer dad, yeah. Dr. Vogel is his serial killer mom, because she's the one that like gave Harry the code. Or something. Anyway, yeah. but she ends up having a son, or, or something that's that's this. It's the same as Dexter, but he's evil. And it just why wouldn't you have had that? You could have had that be Brian. Oh my god! And it would have made that season fucking turnt. Turnt. <laughs> it would have been turnt. It would have been turnt. No, but it would have af. It really misses up there because you have this weird, wide-eyed Ryan Gosling just staring at people in that season. It's not, yeah! it's not intimidating. He's not scary. He's just a. There's a lot. We'll get to it. We'll get to we season will. Seven. Oh but man, we've we've got enough time too. You should not have killed Brian. Um, I agree. It it really shoots you in the foot. As is no does in the, the dick. You're right, and as does the next premise because the season two premise as amazing as that season is oh they used it so you yeah. couldn't really have the fbi hunting decks again in the latter season and it, it again a lot there's a reason why these first few seasons of dexter are great and why the other ones suffer but i also feel like yeah a lot of the things they, they just didn't plan it out accordingly yep fully fully agree yeah like it did kind of feel like these these first two seasons in particular they just through all of their amazing, brilliant ideas that they wanted to do with the serial killer. Yeah. And then the next one, like, I don't know, what if he had a friend? <laughs> well, and I think that that's what Dexter should have been. The first one was, does can Dexter have a brother? Yeah. And then the second one is, can Dexter find love? Yeah. And then the third one is, can Dexter find um, a friend? Yeah. And then the fourth one being, can Dexter find a father figure slash be a father? Yeah, yeah, like the that fourth one is really can he have a family? Yeah, sorry, that's much more eloquent. <laughs> and then 
yeah, then you get into season five. Can he get over? Can he forgive himself and kind of get on with what happened after season four? Season six uh, is I. It starts off with can Dexter find religion? Yeah, which I find very interesting. Yeah, and, and brother I, brother Sam Moss Def is in it, which is awesome. And yeah, oh, he's fantastic. But and then and then season seven, I guess, is can Deb live with it? And then season <laughs> eight is can can she? <laughs> I was like, are you are sure? Can she deal with what she did? Um, <laughs> No, and it's good, but I, you can see that pivot where it's a Dexter, it's Dexter, it's Dexter. And then you're like, well, can Dexter find a religion? He gives that up about halfway through. Yeah. That's, is it, also, side note, uh-huh. any t- I hate that trope. I hate that trope when you, you're seasons deep into a show, uh-huh. and then one character is like, hey, maybe I'll find God. Not because of whatever. I hate it because it never lasts. It's always like oh. a six-episode arc. Yeah, um, can they? F- I'm thinking about Nathan Petrelli <laughs> off the bat, where it's like maybe we were sent here by God in from Heroes, and it's like yeah, he gives that up. Why? He just gives it up. He just <laughs> and same well, with Dex. It's like it's yeah. like the the writers are like very interested in that idea, mm-hmm. and then they're like, but I don't want to keep writing it. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't want a Mormon serial killer like. <laughs> No, oh, you'd be way too nice. Well, hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And then he M99s them. <laughs> Actually, I would see that. <laughs> I would I would watch an episode. I, one episode. <laughs> then bed. That's right. Um, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun uh, this season. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about all of the... Now that we're... Yeah, again, I know we keep saying that we're in it, but we are now. Yes. And we can talk about shit. And the spoilers... The spoiler sections can be a bit more inclusive on what's going on. I just didn't want to... With season one especially, you can only really talk about Brian. And it's like, well, we're gonna... We're gonna. Yeah, like... Yeah, like, we're going to explore that whole brotherhood and their family and stuff with... Yeah, this episode. That's Mm. that's really all you needed. We didn't really need to delve into it, like, you know, throughout the whole season. But yeah, like, now that we're in season two and we're getting into, you know really digging into Dexter's life and especially in this next season. Oh, I'm so excited. I feel like season three is the third one in the franchise of most movie series where like Mission Impossible or like, or Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's kind of a reboot. It's that one that they do in in shows where the first season or two kind of lead into each other. Yes. And season three is a bit of a reset. I, I fucking love season three. Like, Miguel Prado is fucking... I, I, I'm into it. He's a delight! It was one that... Because I watched I watched season three. I think I caught... I, I started watching Dexter in season four. Yeah. When it was airing. And so season three was the last one I kind of binged without any of the background noise. Oh, yeah. And when I got to the end of season three, it was just... Well, that, well, that was delightful. That was just And then delight. I went on the internet and everyone's like, Boo! And I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I'm really excited to defend that season. Oh, it's... We're going to have so much fun. I'm really excited about it, too. Kill the scar. Scar. Great. Okay. (laughs) We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but... Season two. (laughs) I am excited for Lila. She was the best. Oh, my God. Get used to my English accent. Hey, and for me, for the first, like, two episodes of the season. (laughs) Hey, forget about it. (gasps) 
Ooh, I'm also super excited to get into dokes in this next season too. Why? Yeah, no, for sure. No, because this is the dokes season. Um, yes. Yeah, it's going to be great. Anyway, we're rambling. We're just talking about how excited we are. We're just excited. Thank you. Yes. How excited are you guys? Huh? Uh-huh. Huh? Okay, easy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, but seriously, guys, thank you so, so much for listening and reaching out. You guys are the best. Yeah, please reach out to us. Tell us what your thoughts are. What season are you excited for? Yeah. Fan theories. I Oh, yes. Give me all the fan theories. All of them. I love it. I love it. Give me weird ones. I Try- love it. Try to convince me that Toby Flenderson was the ice truck killer. <gasps> yes! He's all of the killers in all of the different <laughs> TV shows out there. I love it. <laughs> okay, so yes, thank you guys so much. Um, we'll we'll talk to you through email, which is uh, tilldeathdoeswatch at gmail.com or through the socials, tilldeathdoeswatch on all the socials. And we'll talk to you next time. Have a stabbing day. Stab, stab. Have a knife day. I like that. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.